Welcome to the Solarpreneur Podcast, where we teach you to take your solar business to the next level. My name is Taylor Armstrong, and I went from $50 in my bank account and struggling for groceries to closing 150 deals in a year and cracking the code on why sales reps fail. I teach you how to avoid the mistakes I made and bring in the top solar dogs of the industry to let you in on the secrets of generating more leads, following up like a pro, and closing more deals. What is a solarpreneur, you might ask? A solarpreneur is a new breed of solar pro that is willing to do whatever it takes to achieve mastery, and you are about to become one. What's going on, solarpreneurs? I am excited today because we have another a female door knocker who is crushing it in the industry, and she calls herself the queen of door-to-door. Is that right? Is that what you call the, yourself, Michelle? The D2D queen. Okay, D2D <laughs> queen. Reversed a little bit. <laughs> But anyone that is, you know, calls themselves the DDD queen, I figure we got to get them on the show, hear what they're doing, hear how they achieve this royalty in door to door. Um, so Michelle, I'm super excited to have you on today. So welcome on the podcast again. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it'll be a fun time here. So um, we we're just talking a little bit off the camera here before we hit record, um, just kind of your background and you've been in door to door probably longer than I think pretty much anyone I've heard of, what is 15 years? Is that right? In January, it'd be 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> 15 years. Holy cow. I and, started uh, in 2007. Jeez, that's long. So you, most people, you know, don't last that long. And like we were just talking about before, um, almost everyone is looking for a way to get off the doors, but Michelle's like, no, bring it on. I want to stay in the doors. <laughs> I'll stay here till I can't walk I anymore. So. <laughs> I, love, I love being at the doors. Yeah. So we're going to hear all about that journey, Michelle. And um, what's even cooler is um, right now she's with Power, which another cool thing is a lot of them are focused on virtual selling, I know, and um, kind of different ways of Legion. But Michelle, she's still grinding. She's knocking doors. So we're going to hear all about it. So Michelle, do you want to just tell us kind of your journey, how you got started in door to door and how you ended up in solar and your story behind that? So I started in door to door um, in 2007, January of 2007. And I just answered an ad at that time. I was a military wife. Okay. So I was in um, Fredericksburg, Virginia on Quantico um, Marine Corps base okay. and was looking just to make some side money. And I answered an ad in a paper, which back, you know, 15 years ago, they did that. <laughs> you okay. open up a newspaper, right? And you see classifieds. So <laughs> nice. um, I don't know if people know what those are anymore, but yeah. I entered, I, <laughs> I saw just my eyes just got drawn to this little one-liner that said, do you want to make 600 to $1,000 a week? And at that time, I didn't know better and didn't know it was commission-based because there was such a range. I just was like, hey, that sounds interesting. But it was very vague ad. I answered it. Nobody told me it was door knocking first and foremost. <laughs> I just answered an ad. It was for ADT security for a sub, like an authorized dealer for ADT. Okay. And um, I went into interview. I called the number. They scheduled an interview with me, went in there. Um, the guy interviewed me, still didn't tell me it was for door knocking. He just said, hey, you're going to be selling alarm systems. I was like, great. You know, ADT is a big company. And um, I thought, you know, maybe it's in-house customer service or, you know, people come to us and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So went through a three-day training program, still did not know it was door-to-door. -door. And so <laughs> I figured out it was commission, a commission-based job. And okay. at that time it was like 
$250 in the alarm system. And I was like, well, this seems like great money still. And so I've already invested three days of this. So let me go into the training. So then I show up on a Monday, ready to go. And then I get put in this white van. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm either getting trafficked right now. <laughs> and I don't know it. Or where are we going, you know? That's <laughs> so, awesome. All I heard is we're going to the field and I'm like, I'm about to get chopped up or something. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm invested four days now. So let me get in this white van, right? (laughs) I'm with a team of people. I'm with a team of people. And finally, some guy who was my team leader at that time is like, yeah, we're going to go hit some doors. And I'm like, what is that? You know, we're going to go door knocking and talk to homeowners. And then he says, nobody told you this was a door knocking job. I'm like, no, like what's door knocking? <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> he's like, well, you know, just hang in here for the day and you'll see what we do. So now I'm like, well, I'm in this van. We're going God knows where and I'm in it to win it today. So <laughs> I, <laughs> nice. I do it and it was the best day of my life. <laughs> really? Wow. I, I wish like, every recruit said that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> for me, it was exciting because I'm like, whoa, we're talking to like, we're knocking on random doors, talking to random people. The alarm systems are free. We're giving them away. This is going to be way too easy. How come not everyone's getting a free alarm system today, right? Awesome. So like, yeah. um, you know, it was different. And I, the way I am as a person, and especially like in sales, my personality is I love going against the grain. I love doing things that are challenging to myself. Yeah. And so I'm like, this has to be the most challenging thing ever. You know, I'm knocking on strangers' doors. So For sure. Um, and so I, I did it. I liked it. It was super easy. Um, and of course, there's hard days, you know, in Virginia, it yeah. drops down to like 30 degrees and we're knocking in the wintertime. It's January. So wow. I'm freezing my butt off. And so, but I always thought to myself, like, you know, where it's warm, it's warm inside of a house. So get in one. <laughs> and exactly. so, and you know, I'm door knocking, you know, and just my goal is to get in the house and talk to a homeowner. And it was, it was great. You know, I had a really good training team and they taught me the door-to-door mindset and along the way um i just stuck with it i moved as a military wife moved to texas so i did transition and pivot along the way into different jobs but it always led me back to -to door-to-door and um to me that's the bread and butter of any business whether you're a realtor whether you're selling solar home security um it's it's super important to be in front of a person it's better than being on a on a phone call or, you know, even virtual business is great, but I think people yeah. crave that human interaction. Yeah, no question. I agree hundred percent. So I got to mm-hmm. ask Michelle, what did your uh, husband think of all this? You come home, it's your first day knocking and you didn't even know that it was door to door. Was he surprised when you said you're out knocking on doors? Or- well, first of all, he's yeah. like, Michelle, you went to work at nine 30. How are you coming back at 10 30 at night? Because <laughs> so, door to door when you're knocking, I mean, maybe I worked for like, um a very disciplined company but we were out until like the very last door we knocked was like nine o'clock at night wow um yeah and so and we could be like a whole different part of virginia we could be maybe maybe even like in maryland some days we drove up to baltimore maryland or washington dc or south virginia nobody told me these things when i got hired but let me tell you what i'm so grateful they didn't tell me because if someone told me like you're knocking doors for 10 hours day one I probably would have been like hmm let me think about this <laughs> yeah. like let me just think about it but you know when I when I I did it day one I was like 
oh, this is like, this is so cool. You're talking to different people, you know, yeah. this is amazing. And I'm a people person and I, I love talking to people. And now I've learned, like I've mastered the art of door knocking. And that's why the guys here, like you're like the door to door queen. Like you just don't like, you just love being at doors. And I just teach people. We're teaching our team how to hit doors, knock doors, yeah. play the number game and stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's so cool. Because like I was telling you before we started, um, I know quite a few people in power, your company, and um, a lot of people have been in door to door like a couple of years and they start saying, oh, I want to figure out how to just do online leads, how to not mm -hmm. knock anymore. Then they spend all this money, um, go hit and miss leads for them, and then their closing percentage goes down virtual. So nothing against virtual. I know guys are having a ton of success, mm -hmm. success virtual, but um, to your point, I think you can never replicate that face-to-face -face interaction. It's just mm -hmm. so much easier. You'd probably agree just to educate people, to help them understand, to read their objections, and really just, I don't know, I think my closing ratio has always been much better face-to-face, -face, which is yeah. why I tell people, you know, especially starting out, go get that interaction and go uh, hit some doors because um, I think you'd probably agree when you can knock a door, when you can close a deal in person, it's going to make mm -hmm. you that much better on, on a phone or, you know, in virtual cells or in virtual appointments mm -hmm. too. Would you agree? Absolutely. And there's like a psychology behind door knocking. Like you have to be mm -hmm. prepared for the worst. You're going to have people slam doors on your face. You're going to, I honestly, I um, embrace the mean ones. Like, and yeah. I even tell them like, Hey, I'm so thankful you're so mean to me me today because honestly that means that everybody coming behind me statistically is gonna be nice every neighborhood has like that <laughs> one mean guy and i'm thank you that i um encountered you sooner than later so and they're like awesome. what the like she's like and then they feel bad you know they feel terrible yeah. so and they're like you know i'm so sorry it's just so many people have knocked on my door today <laughs> and i'm like i understand i totally get it that's how serious we are about helping people go green and I, i'm gonna tell you i probably won't be the last one yeah. um to knock on your door but you know i tell my guys all the time be happy embrace the mean ones like don't let them yeah. get to you that like statistically they're going to exist they're there like yeah. and just thank them for being mean and move along you know yeah and so i love that i'm gonna use that I'm, line next time I toy yeah it's funny it's even funnier when you're so kind about it too you know yeah I joke with them they tell me you're like the fifth person that came to my door today and I'm like great did I win anything did I get like a prize <laughs> of some sort and so they're like what <laughs> so, um, they, they send know. the ugly ones first There's your yes <laughs> I love that one yeah you know they sent all the ugly guys first I mean here I am number five the pretty, yeah. pretty girl so this is where you say yes okay yeah. <laughs> so exactly that's awesome yeah. so no um and yeah now obviously you're in dallas um love dallas that's actually where i started off my i guess selling journey i started selling pest control in dallas clear back in was it 2012 mm -hmm. and uh yeah i don't know if it's changed much but in the summer 2012 is brutal i can't believe uh you know i was similar <laughs> to you i was out there knocking nine ten hours a day and in mm -hmm. Dallas in the summer, you know how it is. You're just like sweating. You're begging for water every other door. Cause yeah, <laughs> I, had a two, I had a two year, I have a two year old son and I door knocked okay. up until I was like eight and a half months pregnant. Holy so when God. I was pregnant, I door knocked. That was the best time because people were like, do you want water? Do you want food? Oh my gosh, you're knocking. Wow. And I'm like, that's how serious I am about putting food on the table. Like this is amazing exercise. And wow. I would joke around about, you know, can I just come in? I think I'm in labor and just joke around with them. <laughs> 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 that's awesome but it was just like i i just love 
put the door knocking. It kept me healthy. It kept me busy. It, um, you know, people were just like, she's pregnant and she's door knocking. I'm like, I'm door, I'm pregnant. I'm not dead. Like, come on now. (laughs) That's awesome. No, I got mad respect for um, you and Suli Zink. She was on the show about a month ago, but Mm -hmm. she was, she knocked while she was, I think eight months, eight months pregnant as well. Yeah. So I'm like, man, what am I doing complaining? Uh, my feet hurts and we got pregnant ladies <laughs> knocking on doors. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny right now while we're talking, it's like the windiest I've ever seen it in San Diego here and got rain coming down. And I'm like, man, this is a, this looks terrible to go out and knock in, but there's people in, you know, Colorado and heat of summer yeah. knocking and i'm here complaining so yeah so no it's Especially, great to have people like you guys and this summer time my guys are like it's so hot i can't wait and so you know what? it's summertime and you're saying it's hot but when the winter time rolls around you're gonna say oh i wish it was hotter you know yeah. you're, i'm like i think it's just a matter of switching your mindset and knowing yeah. what you're out knocking for you know yeah. um so sure. and people respect that you know like yeah winter seasons everybody's off season i'm like yeah that's when we should be at the doors because everybody's taking the winter season off you know and here we are um behind them so a step ahead of them actually yeah yeah no and i think you've probably done trainings on this but for those that are knocking hard you know fall winter spring that's the off season for mostly summer reps right so listeners got to understand that that's when people are getting hit up less and in my opinion, mm-hmm. like we're both in probably saturated markets, Dallas and San Diego. And um, for me, it gets a lot easier to sell out here during the winter because I'm not getting the, oh, you're the 10th guy this week that's come to my door. Oh, yeah. Gonna go, oh, you've, yeah, we've been hit up all the time. So I think it's a great yeah. time if people can get out there and, you know, push yeah, themselves absolutely. even harder. And people were in the buying season. Come on, it's the holidays. So November, yeah. December, everybody's looking to buy, you know? Yeah. So we're just catching them right in that buyer's season yeah, of the year <laughs> for sure so michelle um tell us about how did you transition into solar then you did what was it 14 years off and on of alarms then is that right before you got into yeah. solar so you know when you're canvassing i don't know if you've ever had this happen to you like you probably get hit up by multiple companies solar pest control um yeah. roofing companies everyone's like oh look you know a door knocker let's scoop her up and yeah. so solar was probably one of the most hit up businesses and i just thought to myself like no way like i've heard how expensive solar is just i'm i'm in the business of giving away free things like alarm systems yeah. and instant gratification and i set an alarm it's installed same day and i'm paid the next week like this is too easy um solar is a whole different game so then you know i had guys approached me with um, power last year and I was leasing a, uh, an office within the same building as this solar company and you know conversation they would talk about solar and um, they try to recruit me and I'm like no it's okay I'm good I'm comfortable I'm running my own authorized dealer I'm, I'm fine making the money I'm making I'm, I'm all right mm-hmm. um, then I would see them I would see the people coming in, I would hear them clapping and I would kind of just got curious, popped my head in a couple of meetings. They're talking about how much they're making. And I'm like, wait, what? How much y'all making solar? (laughs) So they were like, oh, we didn't tell you how much we made. I was like, no, yeah, that would have been nice a month ago to know. (laughs) (laughs) Now they caught my attention. Um, So then initially they hired me on, on their team just to teach door to door. You know, I'm like, let me just watch what you guys 
what you guys do. Give nice. me 30 days. Give me 30 days to learn solar. And if I get it, I'll run with it. So 30 days straight solar training, put my alarm business on, on the back end for a bit. And then um, just solar was just one of those things. I'm like, why is everyone not doing this? Yeah. So, and so I learned and mastered solar at the door. And then I learned how to duplicate that and share what I do at the door and just really how to help homeowners in the solar industry. And I'm like, it's the same door to door concept. It's just um, a different product, you know, yeah. and helping it make sense to homeowners. Yeah. And so I just stuck with it. And then I, I loved it and I still love it. And I'm still recruiting people to do it. And then focusing on the door to door side because power it's a virtually ran business, mm -hmm. but they don't have a lot of the door to door um, people. So yeah. people are craving to be at the doors now though. And now they know that, Hey, the door to door queen knows <laughs> what yeah. to do at the doors with solar. So why not? So we run an amazing training program here out of our office and we bring several power consultants through our doors and they train um, on sales. Um, they train on, educating homeowners at the doors they train in appointments they utilize us and we run um these projects with them and it's just a ton of training which is great but yeah. i personally focus on door-to-door -door. okay that's awesome and yeah um anyone i've seen that has done alarms um they've always had a ton of success transitioning to solar i don't know what mm -hmm. it is but probably alarms is seems like it'd be a harder sell to me I don't know. You tell me <laughs> alarms. You guys are, yeah, you guys are hardcore out there. So it seems like it'd be an easy transition switching over to solar and just saving people money. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of similarities, I guess with that, but yeah, did you see any similarities or things in specific that helped you from your alarm background and then now applying them in solar, anything in specific that you feel like has been super helpful knowing alarms and kind of your background in that? I think that, um, I'm in the business of saving people money, period, in general. It's like mm. not, I'm not a security consultant or a solar professional. I'm a people person. Like it's, okay. I'm in the business of saving people money. So as an authorized dealer, we would give the equipment away for free. So we would, um, so now we are adding a payment. So I am adding like anywhere from uh, $45 to $65 um, home security payment to somebody, but it made sense to them because it's peace of mind. It's something that they need. It's, um, I used to feel like home security was a luxury, but it's actually a necessity, right? Yeah. So, um, just coaching homeowners on understanding that. And then their biggest savings is they're getting a system for free, you know, yeah. cameras, home automation and stuff like that. So, and then I sold for the largest company, which was ADT. So that was a no brainer. Yeah. Um, that was not a very hard system to sell. So for me, it was kind of easy. It's free, it's ADT, and we're giving you some peace of mind. Um, then transitioning into solar, at first it was a little nerve wracking because I'm going from giving somebody a free product to now um, educating homeowners on saving themselves on their energy bill. So the savings aspect was there. So mm -hmm. now we're talking about saving thousands of dollars over a 25 year period. Yeah. So once the numbers made sense to me, it was easy to make it make sense to homeowners. And it took the um, nerve wracking part of feeling like I'm about to um, ask somebody to finance a product for like, you know, 25 years, that's like $40,000 or $70,000, depending on the system size. Yeah. And so, but once I learned how to do it, it was easy. Once I learned how to do it, it's like, okay, you know, I'm still in the business of saving people money. And so I'm not actually charging them this because this is money they're already spending, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. So I'm not adding an additional payment um, to somebody's, um, pocket, it's a payment that's already there. 
So that was the difference. I'm not adding another bill like I would for home security, but um, it's just when you break the numbers down for somebody, you know, and you help them make sense as to how that money's spending and what they're saving, what they've already spent and what they're going to spend over the next 25 years. I just felt like it kind of went hand in hand. Yeah. And now it's neat because I can use my um, homeowners for the lawn side and um, use them to quote unquote flip them into solar customers as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Vice versa. So, yeah. yeah the- Huge advantage. Mm-hmm. And no, uh, a lot of similarities, I think, between that. I mean, yeah, you're saving people money, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we're pitching it. There's no upfront costs for alarms or solar, I guess, technically, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so, yeah, before I know one of your superpowers too, Michelle, is just you talked about just educating homeowners because what you just said, I think, especially out here in San Diego, that's half the reason that people haven't gone solar is because they thought there's a big upfront cost. Mm-hmm. Um, there's misconceptions they heard. It's just the education part. So I mm-hmm. think we'd both agree that education is so huge because if people really understood what solar is, they're not going to pay anything out of their pocket. It's going to mm-hmm. be a cheaper bill usually than what they're paying, that they're going to have the ownership aspect. It's like, mm-hmm. who, who's not going to do that? Come on. If they don't understand. Yeah, I always joke people. around. I'm like, going solar is like an IQ test. Like it's yeah. almost a no brainer. <laughs> like I'm going <laughs> to yeah. take, and if, and uh, sometimes I'm like, wait, I just help. I just told this homeowner how much money they're going to save. How, why are they not going solar? Like, yeah. did I not do my job? Yeah, well <laughs> so <laughs> it has to make sense. Yeah. yeah. But I personally take the education piece um, and I apply it to everyone I come across, like realtors or, you know, tax CPAs and people that I feel like homeowners throw toward me. Like they're like, well, I don't want to go solar because my CPA said this. I don't want to go solar because my neighbor said that. Or I don't want to go solar because my realtor said this. Then I started realizing, you know what? It's not the homeowner's fault. It's not even the realtor's fault. There's so much miseducation. So what can I do to jump those hurdles? So now we do lunch and learns for realtors. We do lunch and learns for CPAs. We do lunch and learns for anybody that's going to become an objection to me. I'm now going to make my friend. I'm now going to educate them on the solar industry because they don't know. You know, it's not their fault. They don't know because they don't know what they don't know, you know. So I need them to get out of my way. So I need to educate them. (laughs) I'm talking, you know, like we bridge these gaps now. So for me, it's more than just being a solar professional. It's just being an educator in general. So now I'm doing these lunch and learns. I'm talking to realtors about the solar industry. And now they invite us back to when they do an open house. Hey, can you come into our open house? Because we're going to do an open house and this home I'm selling has solar panels on it. Um, can you educate the home? But guess who's going to be at those open houses? The neighbors, right? That don't have solar panels on their home. Yeah. So now we go and so we educate homeowners on going solar and then we flip them into our referral partners. So now they're sending us customers. So we get them green certified. So we get them green certified. They come through some trainings and now they get to brand themselves as a green, um, as a green realtor. So wow. now those are my referral people. If I'm going to sell uh, a home, uh, or if I'm going to, um, I have a homeowner that's telling me, hey, you know what? Um, I want to learn more about the reselling my house with solar panels on it. Okay, I'm going to connect you to a realtor that's that's uh, green certified. You, they're green certified now. They've gone through our training courses. They understand what solar is. So now when it's time to sell your house, this is a realtor that you want to use. Um, and so we give them some business and they give us business. And, you know, so now we're bridging these gaps mm-hmm. where 
Same thing for the CPA. CPA um, tax accountant, can you please tell me how these tax credits work so I can educate homeowners on them? And if I can't educate homeowners on them, I'm gonna send them to you. Now I wanna make sure that the CPA they're talking to is a friend of mine. So I know that they're educated in solar. They know how those solar tax credits are gonna work. Yeah. So I'm not sending them to some random person. So now the CPAs are our friends, they're our referral partners, and I'm sending them to a CPA that's educated in solar. Um, and then, you know, CPAs, they send us business because, you know, we're sending them business. So it's literally like just a huge world of education and bridging these gaps of people that are in my way. So, wow, <laughs> and, um, and, you know, so it goes outside the homeowner. It's educating people that should know about solar, which is pretty much everybody, right? Yeah. So, I think that's so cool because um, especially out here in well, San Diego, I see it all the time where just like you're saying, the CPAs don't have the education or the realtors, they don't have the knowledge about solar. They just want to like sell the home quicker. And yeah. for me, it's like every time I get that objection, oh, let me talk to my CPA. Let me talk to my realtor. It's almost like I'm just crossing my fingers at that point yeah. that they're going to say it's a good thing and because at that point, a lot that's of them are educated. He, yeah. yeah. I'll tell them, well, hey, look, I know you want to talk to your CPA. Let me connect you to my CPA because my CPA is green certified. My realtor is green certified. Now, they don't need to sell your home, but the proper questions you want to are ask them, hey, is your CPA green certified Ooh, or is your realtor that. green certified? Yeah. And they'll say, well, what's green certified? Are they certified in solar? Are they educated in solar? So they'll be oh, like, well, cool. no, not really. Okay, so then they're probably the last realtor you want to talk to. So stay with your realtor, but let me connect you to mine because he's certified and he's going to tell you the ins and outs of everything about going solar and having glass on your roof. That's wow. the person you want to talk to, right? So then um, now we're connecting them to, to realtors who are knowledgeable, but that's because we took time, an hour or two, we brought them breakfast tacos and margaritas or whatever they wanted. And we're talking to realty firms that have like 45 realtors in their office. Wow, a lot. So I'm just feeding them. I'm asking for about an hour or two of their lunch break. I'm going in there and I'm telling them about me and I'm telling them about solar. And not only are we establishing relationships with realtors, but they become our referral partners. Yeah. So like I, the last one we did, we got like two referrals out of it. Wow. So, um, and they were like, hey, we got somebody to send to you. And I'm like, great, because I'm going to be calling you when... The next person that's like, well, let me ask about, you know, and the realtors, they are um, also educating us. So um, they educate us on the appraisal. They teach us about the, how the homes are getting appraised and the proper percentages. Because, you know, sometimes homeowners will ask me, well, what kind of value is this going to bring to my house? And honestly, I couldn't tell them one way or the other. So I'm like, well, let me talk to my realtor because this is where they educate me. This is where they educate us. And they tell us, you know, about the different um, benefits of people, you know, or Zillow, they send me really cool Zillow reports. I'm like, hey, yeah. can you send me a Zillow report real quick? Hmm. And then I send them a Zillow, a Zillow, I send my homeowner a Zillow report and they're like, oh, okay, I feel a little more comfortable. Yeah. I'm like, you see in the Dallas market? Yeah, look at that. You know, 7% of houses are, are selling quicker because they have solar panels on them. Yeah. And this came from a realtor. So, you know, it just helps to have those relationships with people. Yeah, that's super powerful nugget right there. I love that. Um, yeah, I never thought of like asking the green certified realtor question. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna start yeah. doing that for sure. That's yeah. awesome. And honestly, it kind of puts their homeowner in the kindest way. It puts them in their place yeah. because, and they're going to go ask a realtor and who knows um, if that realtor even likes solar or not, because they're going to get right. a very biased answer. So it's good to control 
that part where like, hey, use your homeowner. Or, and if they say my realtor's not green certified, okay, cool. Well, let's get them green certified, first of all. That way they get the, the right, they're given the right information. Because solar right now, the misinformation is out there and it, it's, it could get in our way, you know? Yeah. Love that. No, I think that's uh, a cool thing that I've heard a lot of people at your company at Power doing is just the networking aspect. And I think that's where a lot of the typical door-to-door companies, um, a lot of these guys that came from alarms, they're not doing these things because, um, you know, a lot of us are just like, oh, let's just go hit more doors. We're not going to take the time to like educate. We're not going to go out and make connections with realtors, with CPAs. Let's just put that mm-hmm. time into knocking more doors. So I think it's good, but um, yeah, I think there's something to be said about just networking like that and building those relationships because that's supplementing your door-to-door, you know, leads. You're probably getting leads all the time from these realtors, people that you educate. So yeah, mm-hmm. how do you go about, Michelle, how do you go about, let's say someone's never done um, these lunch and learns. Do you just like hit up, cold email them, say, hey, can I come to your office? Or how do you like go about building these connections and just get your, get your foot in the mm-hmm. door with these people? Um, Instagram. Like I look at, um, we look at, well, I say Instagram, social media in general. Like I won't just go and like look up multiple, um, realty companies. Like I want to look at like the last company we worked with, they're one of the top realtor companies in, um, the Dallas area. They're called the real Dallas realtors, I believe. Um, and I look at their social media content. I look at how active they are, how big they are, what they're doing. We even attend their events. Like they have, they had a really, they got ranked, I think the top company. And so they had this huge celebration. It's like, all right, let's support them as much as we can. Hmm. Let's show up to their events. So when it's time for us to send them an invite to like our events, then they show up to our events. They, it's just really establishing that relationship with people. Um, and so Instagram's a way I like to do it with these roofers. Roofers, we'll just cold call them. Hey, have you considered adding um, solar to your book of business? And Power's really designed to be able to onboard companies like roofing companies mm-hmm. um, because it's designed around recruiting. There's multiple ways, you know, you can make money through Power and whatnot. So yeah. um, just the way the platform's laid out, it creates different ways for us to leverage that business. So like I said, you know, we bring roofing companies to our doors all the time. Everybody's nice. looking to add solar to the book of business and nobody's really our competition. They're really not right. like there's enough roofs in the Dallas area for everybody. Right. And I figured they're going to do solar with or without me. And I'd rather it be with me. So, um, I onboard them onto our, our team. We train their team. Um, nice. we just show them how to work solar, integrate it into their, their business. Yeah. So that's awesome. And yeah, yeah, what are your results like? Do you feel like it's a pretty steady stream of referrals you get, or is it kind of like, you know, depending on seasons? Or do you have any, I don't know, case studies? I think like right now the referral business is kicking up for us with roofing companies because they're on their down season. Oh, so okay. right now they're looking for um, business because yeah. business for roofing companies in the Dallas area wraps up about April, uh, March or April because that's when we get a lot of hailstorms that pass through here. And then when hailstorms pass through here, they have to, to deal with, um, you know, people filing claims on the roofs and stuff. So they get super, super busy between like March and, you know, October. And then yeah. their down season okay. kicks in, in the winter time. So then that's when they're like, all right, time to work our solar market. And, mm-hmm. but by then um, they don't really know how to run their leads. So they pass us their book of business. So 
that's really the idea. I'm probably giving all my secrets away. (laughs) But the idea is you want to tap into roofing companies because they have like 3000 leads. We have cost centers we work with and we just have people come through these leads and then we just do 50, 50 splits on commissions, depending how involved we are with the homeowners or how, I mean, I'm sorry, how involved we are with the roofers. It could be an HVAC company, a roofing company. It could be, I just have a company that they're um, a gutter company and they're on their down season and I just onboarded them and they onboarded five of their people. Um, So we train these companies. We have a, um, so within power, we have our own training entity. It's called team 10 X. So we provide full mentorship, full trainings, especially on the door to door piece. So people connect with us and, um, it's just, like I said, we're not um, a starving company and we're not a, we're not a selfish business. Like we yeah. work with a business heart, like duplication is key. There's enough roofs, like I said, for everybody just to learn about solar. And yeah. um, I don't look at people like they're my competitors. Like these are my running partners. And yeah. so um, I teach them what I want them to know and, and help them grow their businesses. Yeah. No, I think it's super cool. You guys have an yeah, abundance mindset for sure. And um, it's helping everyone grow. And just you coming on this podcast, sharing these things, a lot of people, mm-hmm. which I think the people having success in this industry, they're not sure to, they're not afraid to share the stuff that's working because mm-hmm. it's only going to help us up level and help us all more have success. And let's be honest, out of the people that listen to it, there's probably there's probably a very small percentage of people that are going to go out and actually try these things. So if you're listening... <laughs> Go try it. Yeah. Let Michelle know you appreciated her, um, you know, her fire knowledge on the podcast. Um, but yeah, so my question is, Michelle, too, is like I said, all of these door-to-door companies, all these organizations just preach 100%, just go knock on doors. You don't need to do anything else. And I've seen it the flip side where people focus too much on just like the networking aspect. They're, they're saying, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not really going to go knock doors, even though I don't have any appointments set up. I'm just going to go try and get more referrals or do follow-ups or try and network and get leads that way. And then they spend so much time on that and don't, you know, don't really get results from either from knocking mm-hmm. when they're spending so much time just waiting for referrals to happen or doing follow-ups. So for you, how do you balance this between going out and hitting your doors and working these partnerships and networking? How do you balance all that? Do you have like a specific schedule or I don't know? times during the week where you're working with the real estate people or what's your kind of schedule and how do you balance all that? It just varies. Like it, it's very easy for me because I work with a very, very strong team. So it's really, we function as one. It's not just me running my business by myself. Like my team, um, for instance, Eddie today, you know, mm-hmm. he um, brought in his roofing company. He's learning how to have the conversations with roofers how to go solar. So, um, you know, he'll ask me to sit in on the meeting or I'll run the meeting and Eddie sits back and he's learning and we extend these meetings to other people. We had another guy come and sit in. Um, Robbie's like, can I sit on in this meeting? I'm like, absolutely. It's a constant teaching thing. So if I'm doing this and I'm like, I have an appointment, then I can pass my appointment to somebody else, you know? Um, it, it just varies like the roofing company. They're like, Hey, we want to hit the ground running. So the way power is designed is there's a mentorship program inside of it that allows like roofing companies to come in and split their business with us. Cause they're like, Hey, we want to get solar up and going, but we need results quickly. So then they'll tap into us and they'll use our closers to run these projects for them. And they'll sit in on all of our appointments. 
they'll okay. shadow me when I'm door knocking. So I try to break it up. Like right now we're doing a blitz. So I'm sitting here, the team's out blitzing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just try to break it up. We'll do like a 10 day blitz and then, or we do a lot of events for power. We travel a lot. Um, we were in California last month. Nice. So like the leadership would travel and then, um, and you know, whoever on our team, our sales team wants to come with us, they travel with us. We were in San Antonio over the weekend. Really, it is about um, showing our face to within the power family. So we work our business in multiple ways. So if I'm not hitting doors, I'm doing events within power because I'm getting that exposure. So people within the power family who are struggling with their sales, they're like, I need a mentor. So I'm going to tag Michelle. I'm going to tag Tony or I'm going to tag Daniel. They, they're going to work with the team 10 X because they want to um, boost their sales. So, but it all starts in training, right? So even though power is designed to be ran independently and virtually, um, we make ourselves accessible to them. Because yeah. we don't want we don't want to have them suffer. We don't want them to you know face plant in the business. So there's times where I'm not even hitting doors at all because I'm busy um, training or I'm busy with getting tagged in a project that I'm working with somebody or an appointment. But I always lead them back to like, hey, this is what you want to do. You want to hit doors. So let's yeah. shadow me for like a week, and um, or you know San Antonio they don't have a big door to door market, so mm-hmm. they were like would you mind coming to San Antonio for like a week? That's why I call myself the DDD queen. Cause I just, I'm everywhere. I love it. I love being at the doors. I love getting people excited about it. And I'm like, man, this is just too much opportunity, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's just finding a balance. It helps if we're, if you're with a really good team of people and yeah. we don't do things selfishly. And it's easy for me to ask somebody to do something for me or with me if I'm in turn doing something for them and with them and it makes the balance piece very good. I mean, it helps, it helps us. Yeah. hundred percent. I love that. And so for new reps starting out, if you have like new reps join your organization, do you have them go just knock door and say, don't even focus on building like a referral partnerships and just have them go hit the doors or do you kind of like have them build both at the same time? Well, in order for somebody to succeed, they have to make money, right? So um, otherwise, if they don't see money within the first three, four weeks, then they're going to leave. So um, a lot of people within the power uh, family, they join, but they don't have the solar knowledge. So the first thing is training them for a week. So we put them through a one week, like boot camp, solar boot camp. They come through here, they learn, Um, but we teach them in increments. So we actually are not teaching solar a hundred percent of the time. I'm teaching them how to set an appointment. So I'm like, piece number one, because if, (laughs) if you don't know how to set an appointment, everything else is fruitless. I can teach you everything you need to know about solar, but when there's so much to know and you're going to get overwhelmed, you're going to be like, uh, this is too much information. Your mind when you're at the door or at the table with the homeowner is going to go like a hundred different ways. Mm -hmm. So we teach them appointment setting only first. And obviously that comes through knocking doors. So you want to knock doors or you want to hit your warm market, which is your family and your friends. So we teach them how to leverage social media, their family, their friends. And then we teach them, you know, the door knocking pieces and we take them to the doors. Um, And if we can teach them how to knock the door and and set an appointment, then the learning part follows right after that. So now you've set an appointment. Now you're going to work with a mentor and now you're going to get to see what that looks like to be in a home. And there you're going to learn about 
the solar pieces. And then week two, we start teaching solar 101, how to have those conversations and whatnot. But so it's pretty neat stages that we go through with, with our new hires. Yeah. Yeah. Super important. I agree for sure with that. Just taking it by stages. Cause I've seen, I mean, I've been doing this five, five and a half years now. And, um, half the time I see a rep fail, it's cause they're trying to jump stages. They're trying to go out and close deals. They see these big commissions coming from closing deals. Mm-hmm. They're like, Oh, I just want to move straight to that. And they've set like four yeah. appointments up to that point. It's like, no, get good at setting the appointment first, then get good at having those appointments show up and do that for, you know, a while until you're really good at that. And then you transition because yeah. so many people just want to get the quick, you know, big money when they're not even good at doing the small steps that will lead to that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's super important for, especially for any new rep listening to this, don't try and jump all these steps. And Yeah. And don't reinvent the wheel. Like if you see something working for somebody and sometimes it might, you know, what works for one person may not always work for another person, but ideally, um, with solar, like if you can learn different, like if you can take the best from different people and just kind of figure out what's going to work for you. When I say don't reinvent the wheel, I mean like take the time to just go into training and train. People get super selfish and they're like, well, I don't want to work because I have to split my commissions. Yeah. So just option A is you run your own sales and you face plan and make zero dollars. Or option B is you work with a mentor and you split your commissions, but you're, it's literally paid training. You're getting paid to be in a house and just be eyes and ears yeah. and take notes, you know? Um, and you make half. And when I say half commissions, I mean, $5,000, come on. Like you're paying, <laughs> you're making $5,000 to sit and listen and yeah. watch really top industry trainers train, you know? Um, and that's what I call like paid training, or you can try to go out on your own and do it, but you know, then yeah. some of them will, they won't train with us. And then they end up circling back like, okay, I need your help. <laughs> so like, okay, great. We're still here to help you. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, Michelle, last couple questions I had for you before we wrap up here. I know you, I know I made you skip your lunch, so don't want to <laughs> hear your uh, stomach grumbling on the, on the yeah. quitting. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, so you mentioned you have, you said you had a two-year-old right now, or is that right? I have a 16 year old, a nine year old and a two year old. Okay. Holy cow. Three kids. So, um, yeah, Mike, I'm always interested hearing about that stuff. Cause I actually just had my second kid. He's three weeks old now. And, oh, um, yeah, so cute guy, but I don't know how people do it. I haven't, I mean, I feel like we barely handle one kid. Now we're adding another one in the mix and I'm not even doing that much work. Cause my wife, she's, you know, <laughs> like feeding them, taking care of them. So I'm always super interested here. How do you like manage being a mom and taking care of these kids and still going out and knocking, still building out and going and building your business? How do you manage it all and still, you know, keep a good relationship with your family and everything? Well, this is the good thing um, is this is why you want to be your own boss. First and more, first and foremost, this is, yeah. it's amazing working for myself. I have worked for other people before and that's when it, it made it complicated in my life having to show up at a certain time and then leave at a certain time. Yeah. And, um, now it's finding that balance between work and, and honestly, there's never a balance. There is no balance. Yeah. Either your work takes a hit, or your family life takes a hit. Mm-hmm. But I think the key to that is being, um, honest with yourself and honest with your family and explaining to your family, Hey, you know what? It's the summer months. And, um, this is the peak of what I do or mommy has to go to work, you know, and I'm gonna be gone for like 10 hours today. 
but Sunday is going to be our day. This is the day where I'm going to dedicate that day to you. And this is what we're going to do that day. And whatever I plan for that day, I have to stand by. Yeah. And throughout the week, I have to remind them of that day because it's going to take away from whatever happened. Like, you know, if I wake up on a Monday and be like, hey, I'm going to work today, but don't forget about Sunday. Like Sunday, this is what we're going to do. Right. And then, you know, Tuesday, like, hey, have you do you have any ideas about Sunday? Like, are we still good for that? Are we on our date? Our, our date is going to be great. Um, they're like, yeah, you know. And then Wednesday rolls around. They haven't really mentioned anything about it or like, um, are you guys still good with that? Are we still doing that Sunday? Like, how did your day go today? You know, still communicating with them, especially my six-year-old. She'll text me throughout the day. I'll nice. send her pictures of things that I'm doing. You know, if I'm, she thinks it's the coolest thing. She follows me on social media. Um, she's 16, so she knows, like, senior 18-year-olds that are like, Mom, people want to do business with you. She makes my TikTok videos. She does that. <laughs> nice. So I actually keep Getting her, her involved. like, That's good. yeah, I get her involved, which makes her super excited. And I act like I don't know what I'm doing with TikTok. So she gets excited. Like, <laughs> hey, I got these door knocking pieces. Can you do me a favor? Can you put this together make it look really cool for me? Nice. And she's just like, sure. Yeah. I'm like, so I call her like my social media person. It's just like, <laughs> she's easy to please. You know, I might pay her here or there to do something special yeah. for me. Um, yeah, so just getting them involved. My nine-year-old's the one that I have to keep super like, all right, Sunday we're doing this, right? Okay. We're, you know, um, if I'm traveling, make sure I bring them back something cool or, um, so it's just, there's never like, there's sometimes where, yeah, you know, they might be upset because, you know, like, oh man, you're going somewhere again. And there's some days where they're like, yes, mom's going out of town and we get to do this without her. Yeah. And so like, it just really varies on their mood, honestly. Um, so just getting, you know, just having those conversations and being clear with the expectations and just trying to stick to that. If I say I'm going to do something on a Sunday with them, doing it. If I say I'm going to um, have lunch with my daughter on a Friday, doing it. Because I think the disappointment sets in when um, you don't follow through. Yeah. I think that's where they start disliking your job. Yeah, <laughs> so they're like, true. well, mommy didn't show up to lunch with me on Friday. Why not? You know? Yeah. And learning when to work them into your schedule and, and yeah. you know, just standing by that. Awesome. And it does help. Yeah, my two-year-old, he has no clue what's going on. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. He's in preschool and he's having a blast. <laughs> yeah, like whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's super cool. Yeah, no, I think every successful person I've talked to with family, yeah, they say something similar. Uh, Suli, she was similar thing. She does like th these three-week blitzes and then a week, she's taking a week off every month just spending pretty much 100% with her family. So yeah, I think that's kind of what I hear just from you and from almost anyone successful in business that's trying to raise their families. They just have these seasons of time, um, you know, where they're going super hard. Maybe it's for the week. Then, like you said, they're dedicating a day or two to just their family. And uh, no, I respect you guys a ton just for being able to manage it and especially being the mom because, um, I don't know, does your husband, does he step up and like, does he help, help out a lot with them too? Or is he super busy with his, his job and all that? he's like a big support piece so that's great you know um he when I do need him to like watch the kids you know he's watching there's a lot of respect now there so he's yeah. like oh my gosh you know these kids you know <laughs> so uh, much respect to you because yeah. now I'm spending like summer days with them and I'm like whoa you know and I'm like yeah so there's a huge that you know having a support system is super important and yeah. I think most importantly, being forgiving to yourself, being merciful to yourself, because I used to take things super hard on myself. Like, 
I used to be that mom that never wanted to put her kids into preschool. So, and I did not put my oldest two in preschool. I took pride in being a stay-at-home mom for seasons at a time. And I would work four hours in the evening. So I was with them all day long, went to the PTAs, uh, events, functions, and volunteered. And then like from five to nine, I knocked doors. So I was like, all right, five to nine, those are my hours. I'm going to knock doors, pre-make dinner. And sometimes I missed having dinner with my kids, you know, but to me, those were, that was my hours. Those were my hours. I had to be at doors. Um, but before that, Hey, I showed up to the luncheons and I showed up to the PTA meetings and that what I needed to do as a mom at that time and kept the house clean and did everything. But then, um, when I had my two-year-old, I was on, on the go. Like I was very integrated into my work life and I had to decide like, you know what, I'm going to put him in preschool because now he's two and he's driving me nuts and he's in the office writing on walls and doing crazy things. Yes. So he needs to be in preschool. And it hurt me at the beginning to put him in preschool. But then I realized like, no, he's okay. He's doing fine. Like he's, he's loving it, you know, and I'm picking him up and he's super excited and he's learning. And I had to forgive myself for going against what I, I did not do really with my older kids. Yeah. Like they didn't go to preschool until they were like, ready for pre-k and stuff you know yeah. um but the little guy it took a lot to yeah. put him in this way also he's a boy they're uncontrollable so oh, i was like yeah. yeah you're going to preschool son <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm about to do yeah our kids just turned two as well he's a boy and yeah he's bouncing oh, off the walls right now so oh, yeah. <laughs> i don't blame you <laughs> That's yeah, a lot. Well, no, you got to hand it to the support systems. And yeah, I mean, same with me. My wife is that sometimes I'm like, man, I got the easy job. I just go out and knock some doors when she's dealing with like tantrums and kids drawing on walls and all that. I'm like, I don't know, <laughs> screaming homeowner yeah. or screaming kid. Yeah, yeah. Send her flowers, <laughs> like send her flowers, like once a week. <laughs> I need to. Yeah. So yeah. no, ton of respect for that, Michelle. And, um, I don't want to take too much more of your time, but last uh, question or two I had here, um, I guess, first of all, before I forget, where can people connect, connect with you more on social media and uh, reach out if they want to um, yeah, connect with you more? So I have two different platforms on, um, or two different profiles on Instagram. I'm under for solars, um, solar sunshine girl is what you'll find me under. Um, that's for Instagram. And then I have a door to door one that's door to door queen also. So okay. they're, Different pieces, yeah, awesome. and then you know, you can find me on Facebook, Michelle Lowry. <laughs> okay, sweet. So, so, yeah, for our listeners, definitely go give Michelle a shout out, let her know you appreciated her coming on the show. And then, uh, last question, Michelle, um, if you had to leave, I don't know, one word of advice for people out on the doors, maybe they're having a two super tough day out there, or they're in a slump. Um, what's your words of advice that you give people when they're maybe in a slump or they're not producing or lots of rejection, anything you had to say, anything you have to say for that? So two things, it's all in the mindset, right? Wake up every morning. You have the opportunity to make two things. You can make money and make and create opportunity, or you can make excuses and zero money. So there's no like in between, there's no like, uh, meshing them together. Like you got to wake up every morning and check your, check your mind. You know, am I going to make money or am I going to make excuses? Am I going to create opportunity or am I going to create excuses? And you got to just decide which one along the way. And at any time during the day, you can switch it over. Right. 
Um, so just checking your mindset is super, that that's like always going to be the number one thing that I tell people. And then, you know, 97, three rules, what I call it. 97% of people are going to tell you, no, you already know that. Just know that when you're at the door, you're going to hear 97% knows. So you got to account for every person that tells you, no, great. I'm closer to my 3%. You're only looking for your 3%. That is it. And I tell that to my guys all the time. Like if somebody tells you, no, thank them, thank them for telling you, no. You know, say, hey, you know what? Thank you very much. I needed, uh, I needed that no. I'm, I'm one door closer to my yes. Just always create affirmations for yourself. You're 93, 97.3, you know? And I just tell myself that every time. It's a numbers game. So if you're at the door, just always check your mindset. Check your, check, you know, and if you're failing, guys, you know, there's two things. There's failure and then there's failing, right? So be merciful. Be merciful with yourself. You're going to fail. That's a given. It's part of the process. Create error create a margin for error know you're going to make mistakes at the door and that's fine that's okay don't be hard on yourself um again falls back into mindset check your mindset stay positive at the door talk to yourself reaffirm things i knock on doors and i tell myself all the time everything i touch turns to gold everything i touch turns to gold you know every home every homeowner um they have exactly i have exactly what they're looking for no matter what product it is if it's alarm systems or solar i have exactly what they're looking for and then just reaffirming to yourself, you know, law of attraction. So just stay super positive, have that energy at the door. You know, you sell two things, transfer of energy and a transfer of certainty, right? Yeah. So if yeah. you're certain at the door, they're certain. If you're certain you believe in your product, they believe it. If you have the right amount of energy, then you're going to transfer it over to them and stay certain and have that energy. That's mm. it. 100%. That's probably more nuggets than I meant to drop, but no, <laughs> those are take all the, all the nuggets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, that's all the important things for me. No, for, that's awesome. Perfect way to end. And remember, for our listeners, remember, you can either choose the pain of discipline or the pain of missing your potential. Which one do you want to choose? So I think Michelle would agree. Choose the pain of going through the discipline of waking up every morning, going through it, staying positive. That's where you're going to have the most rewarding career, I think, in solar cells. So Michelle, thanks again for coming on. And to our listeners, go uh, let her know you appreciate her. And Michelle, thanks so much for your time. And we'll let you uh, grab your lunch so we don't hear your uh, stuff. <laughs> Thank you so much, <laughs> appreciate it. It's a privilege to be on. It's a privilege to be here. Um, yeah. I really and. You know, Eddie talks highly of you. I've followed you on social media. So when he said your name, I'm like, I know exactly who that is. Are you <laughs> kidding you. me? Like, what a privilege it is. Thank you so much, awesome. Eddie. So, yeah. yeah. So I yeah appreciate thanks it. to Eddie for connecting us. So Absolutely. we'll be in touch, Michelle. Thanks for everything. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Hey, solopreneurs, quick question. What if you could surround yourself with the industry's top performing sales pros, marketers, and CEOs and learn from their experience and wisdom in less than 20 minutes a day? For the last three years, I've been placed in the fortunate position to interview dozens of elite level solar professionals and learn exactly what they do behind closed doors to build their solar careers to an all-star level. That's why I want to make a truly special announcement about the new learning community exclusively for solar professionals to learn, compete, and win with top performers in the industry. And it's called Society. This learning community was designed from the ground up to level the playing field and give solar pros access to proven mentors who want to give back to this community and help you or your team to be held accountable by the industry's brightest minds for, are you ready for it, less than $3.45 a day. Currently, Society is open, launched, and ready to be enrolled. So go to soulciety.co to learn more 
and join the learning experience now. This is exclusively for solarpreneur listeners, so be sure to go to soulcity.co and join. We'll see you on the inside.